0: Log Talk Radio. Jehovah, the mighty God. I even go the way of way.
1: Well, good afternoon, and welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. We are a Christian, Protestant, non-denominational, international church founded in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have membership worldwide, and we have a local assembly as well. Amen? Amen. Amen. And we want to thank the Lord for our uniqueness in the body of Christ. There are many things about this ministry That you will not find elsewhere One Is We're not traditional The only tradition That we really have is Jesus Christ And The celebration of his Death, burial and resurrection The power of his kingdom And his word That's about all the tradition We have Amen I know there are others who every uh, Whatever the occasion is, they do the exact same thing every time, but we're not that way. We are fluid and that we move with the Holy Spirit. Yes. So you will find, if you're visiting us for the first time, that we're not necessarily what you expect. But that's all right, because God allows for such, you see. He doesn't have any cookie-cutter people and he doesn't have any cookie-cutter congregations. Amen? Amen? Amen. Each flock is, is unique to him, and we all together make up the body of Christ. Amen? Amen? So we celebrate our uniqueness. If you would come and visit us, you will find out that we're not what you thought. What does that mean? It means we don't have a big old steeple, with a choir stand, that a uh, whole choir takes, you know, some people could have three churches that are just within in the choir. I've been in those churches. There's nothing wrong with them. I loved them and enjoyed them. But God also has smaller congregations for his own purposes, for his purposes. He has a purpose for each congregation. He has a celebration for each congregation. And our congregation is different. Amen? Amen. It's a privilege and an honor to know that you can be wherever God wants you to be, doing what God wants you to do, fulfilling your divine purpose in the earth. Amen? Amen? Amen. So I've been in teeny weeny churches, and I've been in extremely large churches, and I love them all. Each has its own purpose, and God is using them according to his will. Amen? Amen. Amen. I want to encourage you to feel like you're in the kind of church you want to be in. Okay? Feel like you're in the kind of church that you want to be in. And then ask God to use you to make you a part of the church. That he wants you to be You see you come to church And well I like this church right here Well you have a part in that church And God wants to use your life Even if you're in Australia Even if you're in Great Britain Even if you're in Florida God wants to use your life to contribute to that body that he has brought together in his name. Amen?
2: Amen.
1: His love has no end and no limit, and neither is there limit in prayer. We reach out and we touch one another when we pray, when we come into agreement, when we do the things that God has given us to do. Amen? We are united in the Spirit, and we are united in his purpose for us. Amen? So, considering all that, we have to admit that there are no perfect people on the earth, and none of the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries is perfect. We have strong points and not-so-strong points, and we have weak points. How'd he do? Welcome. And so, God blesses us with what we need. Amen? Amen? God blesses us. He answers our prayer requests. He gives us miracles. He does unexpected things so that we will grow in faith. Amen? Amen? And so we're going to continue to do just that. We're going to continue to grow in faith. Amen. We're not going to tell God, okay, I'm not doing this anymore, and I'm not doing that anymore, and that's good enough. No, we're not going to do that to God. You see, he didn't just say, okay, I'm going one-third of the way to Calvary, and I'm not going anymore. He didn't do that, now did he? He didn't treat us that way, so we're not going to treat him that way. He went all the way. He hung on the cross until he said, it is finished. So we're going the distance with Jesus, aren't we? Good. I'm glad you agree. Amen? Amen? For those of you who do not know, we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ at the beginning of our Sunday service. Amen? Sunday is considered by Christians the Lord's day. It's his day of worship. It's time that we deliberately set aside to focus on the Lord and our relationship to him and our relationship to the body of Christ and to significant others. Amen? And we want to do Whatever is necessary to see to it that we are right in the relationship. That we're not the one causing a problem. Amen? Amen. And if we are, we want to get it straightened out, don't we? Amen. Amen. That's important. Because as we talked about on Friday, offense cometh. Jesus said offenses would happen. But we talked about Friday on how to step right over them, didn't we? And we repented of holding on to grudges and little offenses, little things that had been done. Maybe we didn't understand. Maybe our perspective was wrong. But regardless, we got rid of that unsolvingly. So if you missed that part of the service on Friday, you ought to recast Friday's message. Amen? Amen? It will help you. As we're going into our event at the end of the month, we need to close all the open doors, every single one. You can't go into battle with open doors. You've got to shut them. Amen? Amen. We've got to shut the door and keep out the devil. And everybody has to do their part, every single person. And I'm the pastor, and i got to do my part too. Praise the Lord. So we're going to come before the Lord repenting of whatever is in our heart that doesn't please him. If it's our impatience, yes, sometimes that's what it is. If it's our anger, if it's our disappointment, If it's our misunderstanding, even if it's, I just don't want to do that, Jesus. Whatever it is that's in our heart that doesn't please Jesus right now, we're going to take our little time and we're, we're, going, to, we're going to pray. We're going to talk to God ourselves individually. And we know sometimes what it is and sometimes we don't know. But either way, we can always talk to Jesus, can't we? So that's what we're going to do right now. You may begin. Heavenly Father, in spite of all of our flaws, in spite of all of our errors, in spite of all of our miscalculations, in spite of our own perspective that doesn't agree with yours. We ask you to forgive us. We're trying, Lord, but sometimes the trying's a little more difficult than it ought to be. Lord, we come before you asking you to forgive us and to release your grace to us. We need grace sometimes, Lord, just to try because we've tried so many times and failed. But we know that you are the God of hope, and you're going to see to it that we overcome. So in these areas that we try and still fall short, Lord, we depend on you. We can't depend on ourselves. We are weak. You are strong. Our strength comes from you. So, Lord, in the places where we need healing, in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, in our spirit, even in our bodies, Lord, we trust you. We're not going to be upset with the medical community because they didn't do what we thought they should have done. We're going to trust the Lord our God, our healer, who heals all things that concern us. We're going to trust, Lord, that as we participate in Holy Communion, that the healing virtue that is released, we receive. We don't want it to be water on a duck's back. We want to receive deeply today. So, Lord, keep cleaning out the crevices of our lives, bringing that stitch before our faces, so we can acknowledge it as sin, confess it, repent of it, be delivered, and healed. We want to thank you, Lord, for your official rota rooter system that never failed. You're a good God. You know where we hid that sin and then ran away like we didn't do it. You know how to reach back and pull it out and say, no, 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 got to deal with it. So thank you, Lord, for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. He's come to love on us today. He's come to help us. He's come to help us grow and help us to be more like Jesus. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. He told us he was the bread of life. We're partaking of the bread of life. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. Thank you, Lord. And said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh Damnation to himself Not discerning the Lord's body For this cause many are weak and sickly among you And many sleep or are dead For if we would judge ourselves Thank you We should not be judged But when we are judged We are chastened of the Lord That we should not be condemned with the world Amen Amen Praise the Lord. Let's put our hands together Mm, Thank you, Jesus. You know, we started talking on Friday night about how we come into covenant with Satan. Through superstition, through divination, through all of those kinds of activities that we consider to be worldly and some even occult. And it is my hope that as we look at our family backgrounds and our social backgrounds and our cultural backgrounds in the light of the word of God, that we will come before the Lord presenting all that we find and asking him if there's even more for us to learn that our repentance might be complete, that it won't just be the gloss over, oh Lord, forgive me of all my sins. You know, sometimes you need to know a few things so that you are truly an active participant in your own deliverance. Amen? Amen? You know, sometimes there's things that grandmama told you that your mom and daddy wouldn't tell you. Because you, she was telling you about them. And you said, well, why would grandmama tell me about some of the things that my mom and daddy did? Because she wanted the day to come when you had to look back at why you see certain things in your life and realize that that's where it came from. Amen? Some of your good qualities, some of your horrid qualities stem from there. Amen, it's a real world. Nobody is a Cabbage Patch kid, okay? Everybody came from a sperm and an egg. Amen? Amen. So you have some parents, some grandparents, some great-grandparents. You have some ancestors. And Ancestry did what Ancestry thought they ought to do. That doesn't mean they followed the scriptures. I want us to consider that in light of the sermon today. Mmm, yes. In light of the sermon, that Ancestry sometimes plays a role in how we think, how we feel, what we say, and what we do. It's the truth. I remember this picture of me when I was in the first grade. I was snaggletooth at the time the picture was taken, but you'd never know it because I didn't part my lips. But I'm glad that picture came out the way it did because the expression on my face was just like my maternal great-grandmother. I looked just like her right around the mouth. And later on in life, I picked up a hobby of hers. Nobody else in the family had that hobby but her. And I picked it up as well. So as we embark on today's message, don't just think about the present. Think about the past. Amen? Think about your cultural past as well, not just your family Past, your cultural past Think about your social past Because all of these pasts Have something to do with who you are today Amen
2: Amen
1: So If you got witchcraft in your family Or social or cultural background You need to bring it forth So God can get it all out of you He wants it out but you've got to want it out too. You've got to want it out. If you've been told that you've got witchcraft in your family background and you forget, you're refusing to acknowledge it, find out about it, so you can confess it before God and he can get you to where he wants you to be, that's still your sin. It is necessary to deal with. And this is a ministry where we allow for such. There are ministries where people will shun you and run away from you. But we're not that way at all. We're quite the contrary. We'll dive in and pray and help you. You don't have to be ashamed. Amen? Everybody came from somewhere, and sin is everywhere. So there you have it. Amen? Don't run from it. Let God help you. Some people just don't want to face it. They don't want to sit in the room by themselves because they don't want to be alone with their own thoughts. Well, my dear, that's a part of growing up in Christ, dealing with yourself, with the Lord. Amen? Amen. And God has called all of us to mature in Christ, every single one of us. He's called us to grow up. He's called us to change. He's called us to be transformed. So we can't run away from that that's unpleasant. That's not going to solve the problem, now is it? Running away from what's unpleasant does not solve the problem. No, it allows the problem to fester, and that doesn't smell too good. You know, like something you leave in the refrigerator for way too long. I had to clean some things out this week, and I went, woo, and it went out in the garbage. So I forgot about it. It was pushed back in a corner, but it let that scent out, so I could find out it was back there. And it's the same thing with sin in your life. Sooner or later, that odor is coming forward. Okay. And Lysol will not solve the problem. Mm -hmm. You need the blood of Jesus. Amen? Amen. So don't be ashamed. When sin raises its head, God's wanting you to deal with it. Okay, we've got a mess. Let's deal with the mess. Stop sitting there pouting, soaking, and feeling sorry for yourself. That's not going to improve it. The stench grows worse. You actually have to deal with it. That means you have to change. You see, if we cast demons out of you and you don't change yourself, when those reinforcing devils show up to try to reclaim old territory, you won't be able to stand. So you must needs be growth, and you must needs be corrected, and you must needs be allowed correction to touch your life. Amen? And to do its perfect work in you. Amen? So when we do cast the demons out, they'll be able to stay out because you'll be able to stay. Amen? Amen, good I'm glad we're all on the same page today You all don't look happy about it But God is happy and I'm happy Okay All right For he shall give his angels charge over thee To keep thee in all thy ways They shall bear thee up in their hands Lest thou dash thy foot against the stone Praise the Lord Heavenly Father, thank you for the ministry of your angels in our lives It is a great comfort To realize that you have given them Charge over us To keep us at all times We praise you For your angels oh God Thank you Father for sending Your ministering spirits To minister to all believers We humble ourselves And receive their ministry In our lives And the church said, amen. Amen. Father, grant us a greater appreciation and grace to cooperate with the work of your angels in our lives. Father, oh, help us, Lord. Sometimes we need help because angels have to work extra because we're just stubborn. Thank you, Father that a multitude of angels are ministering to you, and you allow your angels to minister to us in so many ways. We thank you for our angels, which always behold your face in heaven. Great comfort and sense of security. Have all your saints who believe that your angels are encamped around them always, ready to deliver them. Just as you sent the angel to shut the lion's mouth to protect Daniel, we trust you as your angels watch over and protect us. Thank you, Father, for the power of Jesus Christ in our lives. He is the brightness of your glory and the expressed image of your person. He upholds all things by the word of his power And we join with the angels in honoring Jesus Christ. Through him, you have made your angels a flame of fire. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So today, saints, now that we've repented, we're ready to hear what God has to say today. Did I tell you what we're going to talk about? No, I didn't. The words of our mouth. The words of our mouth. We're going to talk about that. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 24. 24, put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Wow. Does it say that God comes to do this for us? No. God's talking directly to us, and this is something we have to do. We have to get rid of a mouth that doesn't please God. And we have to put away lips that don't give him glory. It's our responsibility. We have to undertake this work in Jesus' name by the direction of the Holy Spirit. So, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, beginning with verse 7, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Beginning with verse 7, we find these words. Amen. We find these words. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. There is a time to keep silence. Silence is refraining from or repressing speech or causing a stir. Believers would do well to allow the Holy Spirit to teach them these lessons as they are designed to bring us into holiness. There are matters which should not be expressed. There are matters which should not be expressed. Perhaps it is not an appropriate or fitting time. You see, it's a time to keep silent. Perhaps this isn't the time to say that. Perhaps the information should not be shared. <coughs> Amen? Just perhaps. Perhaps you are not the right person to share it. Perhaps. Perhaps the news is confidential. Amen? Or even you may be being influenced by evil spirits. You may be Being influenced By evil spirits Saints must learn these And other lessons from the scripture And from the daily guidance Of the Holy Spirit You've heard the saying So and so can't hold water Well Well That means that so-and-so is lacking in temperance or self-control. So-and-so is lacking in control of self. So-and-so is not choosing to walk in the obedience to the scriptures, but rather they are fulfilling the lust of their flesh. Persons who lack mouth or speech control lack control of self in many other areas as well. Failure to operate in silence and guarded speech can destroy the work of God with no thought at all. <clears throat> I didn't take my time to Oh, well, Lord Jesus, I need you to be my sinus still this morning. Thank you. I forgot to do that. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 19. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. In the flow of chatter, in the flow of conversation, in the fluidity of verbiage, there's sin flowing in there, too. Mm-hmm. But he that refraineth or holds back his lips is wise. Really? Yes. It also is saying that he who does not refrain his lips is a fool. That's right. He that refraineth his lips is wise. Failure to do so means that you walk in foolishness. So in the multitude of words, there is no lack of sin. If you're one of those people that have the gift of gab, you might want to put a muzzle on it sometimes. Sin flourishes here And the demons delight in it Why? Because words are spirits, And they take your words And manifest them Yeah They manifest them They use them as weapons Against others It doesn't matter If you're in Japan And somebody else is in Oklahoma. They will take your words and use them as a weapon against someone else. And now that we have the Internet and social media, it seems it happens a lot faster. You have to be careful what comes out of you. Jesus said to us in the scriptures that his words are spirit, And life His words Are spirit and life So they're all Words that produce death Amen Amen Amen. So saints Don't talk so much You may well End up putting your own Foot in your mouth Because What you release comes back to you. It's called sowing and reaping. You put it out there, it's coming back. And then you will reap a harvest and bumper harvest of what you have said. It's the truth. Some of us are living through some of those harvests now and it doesn't feel so good. be more aware of the presence of the Lord and reverence him by turning your spout off. You know where that is. He that stops himself from overindulging his mouth and words is wise, but he who does not is a fool. Ecclesiastes. Chapter 9, verse 17, Ecclesiastes, amen, it's not a very big book, but it's in the Bible, right before Song of Solomon, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 17. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 17. The words of wise men are heard in quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyeth much good. One sinner destroyeth much good. His heart gathereth iniquity to itself. When he goeth abroad, he telleth it. He gathers up all his little sin things, his little favorite sin devil. As soon as his mouth can open and somebody's got an ear, he lets it all pour out. Refrain means to hold back, to withhold, to forego, to forbear, to restrain a thought or feeling. Amen? Proverbs chapter 17, verse 27. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 27. He that hath knowledge beareth his words. He that hath knowledge spareth his word. You know, you've met these people that they just blurt out any old thing all the time. They've got to blurt. With some, it's a temporary infection. With others, it's a chronic disease. You know, the saint who has knowledge spares his words. But a fool's voice is known by the multitude of words. He's got constant chatter. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. I'll just turn the page here. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they consider not that they do evil. Most people don't consider foolish talk to be evil, but God thinks it is. Be not rash with thy mouth. And let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven and thou upon earth. Therefore let thy words be few. For a dream cometh through the multitude of business. And a fool's voice is known by multitude of words. And it is so. Verse 6, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 6. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Because that's the way it works. Do not allow your mouth to cause your flesh to sin. It happened. You know, I told you once a long time ago about this friend of mine. We were talking about our past and who we used to be and how we don't do this and how we don't do that and blah, blah, blah. And she was telling about this guy that was after her. And uh, she was with one guy at one time, and he made her mad. because she got up and left and opened her mouth and said something she shouldn't have said. And sure enough, just as sure as she walked down the street, she ran right into that person. You know, saints, sometimes you really do need to put a sock in. You won't have to repent so much. So keep your socks clean, okay? You might need them. Amen. It is often wise not to speak at all. Job chapter 13, verse 5. Job, not Job, Job chapter 13, verse 5. Some people, I think, gonna have to apologize to him for messing up his name. His name is Job. Job chapter 13, verse 5. Some people need to highlight this one. Oh, that ye would all together hold your peace. It should be your wisdom. You know, especially when you get in family gathering, there's going to be somebody that's going to say something that's going to spark some mess. But you don't have to be a contributor to it. Amen. You know when your sister calls you on the phone, before you get off the phone with her, something's going to be said that's going to prompt you to say something, and before the conversation is over, you need to repent. Okay, so you know that already. You don't have to keep going around that same mountain over and over and over again. You can bind that up and shut that down before you answer the phone. Amen. Or maybe you should ask the Lord if you ought to answer the phone at all. So say, if your peace is not hell, then your foolishness will flow forth and contaminate others. You have heard me warn you before that you are not a trash can for other people's folly, sin, lack of discipline, and error. You are not a trash can for other people's folly, for their sin, for their lack of discipline and their error. God did not make you to be a trash can. If you continually allow others to share all of their troubles with you instead of going to the Lord, you will become infected with their sin diseases you will become infected with their sin diseases. You know that's how it works in the office pool. One lady comes in and she announces, I'm getting a divorce. And before the year is over, two or three more are getting one too. There is a time to shut your big mouth, saints. let me just tell you that, as you're passing. There is a time to close your mouth. The more thing, know how to use the lid. Trash cans come with a lid. You've seen them, those big galvanized things. They come with a big lid. It's so easy to say. Well, I really would prefer not to discuss this matter with you. After all, it's not my business anyway. You should talk with Pat. How how easy is that? How easy is that? In that way, you keep yourself out of sin and distress. Realize that God has not commissioned you to interfere in the lives of others via gossip, backbiting, and receiving tainted knowledge. You have no such commission. And if you think you do, in the name of Jesus Christ, I decommission you right now. In the receiving of such, you contaminate your own soul, and you hurt your own faith. Faith, God expects you to be more responsible than that. He expects you to be more responsible than that. James chapter 4, verse 17. James. Chapter four, verse seventeen. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Yes, this is one of these one of these scriptures you highlight. You get your little highlighter and make it stand out. James chapter four, verse seventeen. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 2. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 2. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 2. The tongue of the wise... Uses knowledge A right There's a right way to use Knowledge You can use to help Or you can use it to hurt There are words that hurt There are words that heal But the mouth of Fools pours out Foolishness Amen Verse 7, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 7. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge. Don't go down that street. They have a big old pothole. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. Verse 14. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 14. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 14. The heart of him That hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. So if you find yourself being a person that's attracted to foolishness, you might have to go ask Lord, Lord, am I the product of foolishness? Is that where I got this, or is this something I did? By myself You see the problem might go back Further than you think When you go to the Lord You try to uncover the root cause Of the issue Amen Amen Because we want to be transparent Before the Lord We don't want to do the surface thing We want to get down to the real Nitty gritty Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 12 Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 12 The words of a wise man's mouth are gracious Even if you don't like the way they said it It's ministering grace to you that you might not want to receive I was watching for about three minutes Well about five minutes yesterday, I was flipping, and I ran across this show about the Harlem Globetrotter. and this man that had become a Harlem Globetrotter went back home to his high school and met with his basketball coach from when he was in school, and they began to talk, and the young man said, yes. Uh, It's so, you weren't my mother's favorite coach for me, coach, because you dealt in that tough love. He said, yes, and that was the tough love you needed right then. You see, grace is administered to you, and sometimes you don't like the way it comes because you think you ought to order everything according to your own taste and your own desire. But I've got news for you. Humility serves you well about that time. However it comes, soft, sweet, hard, swinging, flying, leaping, jumping, however it gets to you, receive the grace of God. I don't like the way she said that to me. Well, that's because you're still in sin. And you like to pull out your scorn demon whenever you don't want to hear truth. Amen. I told God this morning I was going to get up here and tell the truth. I don't like the way the supervisor said. Well, the supervisor said that we need to get our act together. I don't care how they say that. We still got to get our act together. We got it? Proverbs chapter 17, verse 28. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 28. Proverbs. Chapter 17, verse 28. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace or shutteth his mouth, is counted wise. He that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. Amen, church? Mm Mm-hmm. Shut your big mouth. Amen. Just shut that thing. Nobody will know that you're a fool if you close your mouth. You do not have to broadcast all your bad attributes. Let's put it that way. You can keep working on them with God. You don't have to tell the whole world. Well, you know, I really don't have any common sense. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you don't have to do that. People that might want to talk to you and be your friend, you will run them off if you do that. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. Amen. Now, when you go to work, you have to do this. And sometimes when you're not at work. Verse 11, and that ye study to be quiet. I know some people need more faith for this than others, but it's available. And to do your own business. In other words, mind your own business. And to work with your hands as we commanded you. Be quiet, mind your own business, do your own work. You got that? Amen. I'm certain that your employer and others will appreciate it. First Timothy chapter 5 verse twenty two now I don't know if they're still gathering around coffee pots or or the water fountain or in the snack room break room outside where the cigarettes are smoked. I don't know where they gather now, but the Bible says in first Timothy chapter five verse twenty two neither be partaker or a participant of other men's sins. Do not be a partaker or a participant of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. Because just as sure as you get in the middle of it and say one thing, by the time it gets back to the boss, you said it all. Kindly, Redirect people to the pastor, to the manager, to the supervisor. You get out of it. Some people just want to whine and bellyache about their misery, mostly of their own doing. Why should you meddle in it? The Bible says fools will always be meddling. Well, God didn't call you to foolishness, and he didn't call you to meddling. Amen? God has not commissioned you to be their guidance counselor. And if you think you have been, in the name of Jesus Christ, I decommission you right now. God has not commissioned you to be their guidance counselor. God has commissioned the pastor or their parents but not you. Don't let people use you as the city dump. Is that plain enough? God has worked to purify your life. He does not appreciate the collection of clutter and refuge, which is not even yours. That's not your junk. That's their junk. What's it doing in your life? You go to sleep and you're still rummaging around about it, and then you're going to try to find a way to pray about it, and then you get, please, dump the trash out before you go to bed. God is serious. Enough of this. Do what he tells you to do. That's their mess, not yours. You don't have to speak up for them. You don't have to inquire about them. You need to let them and their issues be distant from you. Distant, D-I-S-T-A-N-T. Amen? There's no way to keep the Holy Spirit around you all the time if you're going to keep other people's mess Inside you And that includes your family members They're famous for dumping on you In fact that's what they think holidays are for So you can all get together And everybody can dump on everybody Faith, we should all pray Psalm 141 verse 3 Psalm 141 verse 3 Psalm 141 verse 3. Set a watch, O oh Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Some of us need to find some industrial strength super glue to put on that door. Amen. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3. Now, you know this is your pre-holiday season sermon on put a sock in it. When it comes to your mouth, you need to be in the black, not in the red. You got it? Amen. Or your wallet may follow right behind your mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah, it works that way. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Your choice. Your choice. Many a faltering marriage has been crushed because one of the spouses shared confidential information outside of the marriage, outside of the marriage relationship. So busy and eager to tell their private business to others, so willing to divulge a confidence, never telling the whole truth, just a blabbermouth. Yes, a blabbermouth, a person who talks too much, especially a tattletale. This type of saint is indiscreet, a gossipmonger, a big mouth, a motor mouth, a gossiper. Beware, saint. Those who gossip to you will also gossip about you. Yes, these people come to church too. These saints have too great a readiness to reveal things that should remain secret or private. Mm Mm-hmm. These persons are careless hasty, foolish, heedless, thoughtless, selfish, imprudent, and inconsiderate. Now, I've seen people who have done this, and I've seen people shut this down. Let me speak about this since I'm a minister from a ministerial perspective. Ministers don't have any business sharing their personal problems with the congregation. It defiles the congregation. There are things that by the grace of God and under his unction can be spoken, but there are other things that should not be spoken at all. Anybody who thinks they're a minister and they're busy dumping their problems in some congregate uh, life or garbage can, as we called it, they need to repent of their sin because they're wrong and they ought not be a minister anymore. You can't say, well, you know, I just got in my emotions. No, you're just in your flesh and sin. and that's just the way it is, have been ripped apart. The work that God was doing has come to a halt and a stop because there are people who don't have mouth control, and they don't want it either. But God is coming to say something. Stop it. There are times when your personal affairs need to be your personal affairs and not everybody else's. The sisters shouldn't be getting together, putting a prayer group together, because you're blabbing about what goes on at your house that your wife don't like. That's the improper use of a ministerial position. It's a criminal activity. It's a felony. It's wrong. Okay. Now that we got that done, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13. A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. A talebearer can't wait to tell it all, or at least the parts they want told. But he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Amen. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 9. Debate thy cause with thy neighbor himself. Debate thy cause with thy neighbor himself, and discover not a secret to another. Amen? Some think we have to be guided by the word of God. The Bible doesn't say, You know, you disagree with Sister So-and-so, and and she's disagreeing with you, that you need to go and tell Sister Mabel, who doesn't know anything about this situation, but you know she doesn't like Sister So-and-so, so you're going to go tell her. What? Oh, no, you're not. There's judgment on that. If anything, you're going to take both of them to the pastor. Or at least come and inform the pastor. Pastor? Please talk to them, but you're not going to start a mess because God will judge the mess that you start and you too. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. It doesn't just happen in churches. It happens everywhere. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 11 Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 11. Surely the serpent will bite without enchantment. Nobody has to blow that little pipe at him to get him to do anything. He'll do it anyway. Why? Because he's a serpent and serpents bite. And a babbler is no better. The blabbermouth is no better. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 2. James chapter 3, beginning with verse 2. For in many things we offend all. Not a few, all If any man offend not in words The same is a perfect man And able also to bridle the whole body Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth That they may obey us And we turn about their whole body Behold also the ship Which though they be so great And are driven a fierce wind Yet are they turned about With a very small helm whithersoever the governor lifts it Even so the tongue is a little member And boasts this great thing Behold How great a matter a little fire kindleth! and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, not a state, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and has been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith we bless God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things are not so to be. Time for change. Time for transformation. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, fig? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh? It's one or the other. It's brackish or it's not. Who is a wise man? and endued with knowledge among you. Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not, and lie not against the truth. Stop pretending it's not there, because it is. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, 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 and devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Every, E-V-E-R-Y, every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Amen? So your homework is to reread that scripture. Amen. Amen. A slanderous wicked tongue is a deadly poison. Slander.
0: What is
1: slander? I'll tell you. It is the utterance in the presence of another person of a false statement or statement damaging to a third person's character or reputation. I know you know what it is because you've heard it before. Amen? It is to make false or damaging statements or impressions to another person's reputation. This is sin. This is a crime. Exodus chapter 20, verse 16. Exodus chapter 20. Verse 16, I know you forgot this one was in the Bible, but I'm going to refresh your memory. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And while we're at it, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy Savior either. Amen. Deuteronomy, chapter 5, verse 20. Deuteronomy, chapter 5, verse 20. Neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor. You know how you leave those little hints, those little impressions, those little innuendo. Well, you know, I heard, and there you go. And so the innocent person now has a tainted impression of someone that they barely know because of the nasty that came out of your mouth. And guess what? Remember we prayed about those angels that that keep guard over us? They heard it, and God heard it too. Amen. God heard it too. So you think you can stay in your house and say things. You can talk about your boss. You can talk about your supervisor. You can talk about the governor. You can talk about your president. You can, you can
2: just,
1: and just go to church and think that's the end of it. But you are wrong. Those spirits travel. They go someplace and they do things. There have been people in their homes in strife in this ministry. And I'm home laying in bed trying to get a nap, and I can feel it. I can feel their strife. The enemy has decided to take their strife and attack me with it. I'm not even in the conversation, whatever it is, wherever it's going on. You didn't know that happened. Well, let me tell you, duh. does. And the next time I see them, they're grinning in my face, and I'm going, mm-hmm. See, I have to get up every morning, and as I'm spending time with the Lord, I have to forgive all such that should be forgiven by me. Why? There's a lot of them. I do it every day. I make sure I do it every day. It's important. Amen. Amen. Proverbs, chapter 25, verse 18. Proverbs, chapter 25, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 18. A man that beareth false witness against his neighbor is a maul and a sword and a sharp arrow. A man that beareth false witness against his neighbor is a maul and a sword and a sharp arrow. Mm -hmm. A maul is a heavy hammer, often with a wooden head used especially for driving wedges. And that's what these people's words do. They inflict wounds to unknowing others by driving wedges between the third party and their listeners. They wound the relationship between others and then try to hide their evil ways. They destroy the good name of others with their evil verbal attack. You see, they think when they get good and ready, they say, oh, God, forgive me of all my sins, and it all goes away. Not exactly. Satan effectively uses these weak souls to destroy the work of God everywhere they go. Their wickedness destroys love and friendship. Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 28. Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 28. Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 28, a froward man soweth strife, and a whisperer separateth chief friends. You know those froward people, they're hard to deal with anyway. You can tell them the right thing, but they blow it off. Contrary. That's a good word. Contrary. Amen. Amen. A contrary person, so a strife, and a whisper separated. Chief friends, Acts chapter 14, verse 2 This is a good example of how These spirits and these people And the cooperation of their flesh Causes problems when God's trying to spread the gospel Acts chapter 14, verse 2 But the unbelieving Jews The unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles, poor Gentiles. They didn't know what was happening to them. And made their minds evil affected against the brethren. You see, the Jews were envious and jealous of Jesus and his miracles and his power. They didn't like the words of rebuke and correction he gave them. They didn't like his popularity. They couldn't stand him. They tried to kill him for getting somebody healed in church. They wanted to push him off the side of the hill. And these unbelieving Jews, you know how it is, they all clump together. And here they come. And they stir up the Gentiles who are trying to figure out if they ought to believe what the disciples are preaching and talking about or not. They have made up their mind. They're in the valley of decision. But here come these evil, unbelieving Jews to stir up these Gentiles who have not yet figured out what God's trying to say to them and made their minds evil, affected against the brethren and therefore against the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Could it be any clearer? A malicious tongue destroys and kills. Saints, beware of what you hear and how you hear. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. You know, I put something in the chat room that speaks to this subject. It was, an, it was an article about why certain people won't send their children to certain schools. It was that article. And in the article, one of the people that lived in the neighborhood but wouldn't send her child to the neighborhood school said, our real estate person told us not to go there. They're terrible. They're horrible. They're this. They're that. But now, in the meantime, the real estate person had never stepped foot in the school and didn't know a thing about it. Some of you read it. It was an article on why white people don't send their children to predominantly black schools. It's up there still. You can go pull it up and read it. And you can see these scriptures at work because the real estate person, who never stepped foot in the school has decided to gossip about the neighborhood school oh don't 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 buy that house, don't look at that house. look at this one, so you won't have to send your child to that school, and so it continues. Amen, Don't forget saints, you have to answer to Jesus Christ for everything that rolls at your mouth down here. Amen. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. The tongue of the wise is health. Amen. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 11. Verse 9 Proverbs chapter 11 Verse 9 And hypocrite with his mouth Destroyeth his neighbor And hypocrite With his mouth Destroyeth his neighbor But don't forget what you sow You reap A vain person Is a babbler And their tongue Destroys like a cancer That's dangerous. Whew, that's that's dangerous. But we've all seen it happen, and we know it's the truth. You know, the pity is when you have a couple and they're raising a family. And so one spouse, jealous of the attention that the, the, the other spouse is receiving from the children, goes behind the other spouse's back and back bites. well, your mama's crazy anyway. She never did have any sense. And on and on and on it goes. She can't do this and she can't do that and she can't do this and she can't do that. And look at her mama and look at her sister and blah, 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 blah. And it just goes on and on and on. It's sin. And unfortunately, even though the children may become adults and get an opinion of their own, some of that dirt is still in the back of their mind, and it has to be purged out. So when the mother says such and such, they're hearing what the other spouse had to say. That's undermining the parental authority of the other spouse, and God doesn't like it. Okay 2nd Timothy chapter 2 Beginning with verse 16 2nd Timothy chapter 2 Beginning with verse 16 2nd Timothy Chapter 2 Beginning with verse 16 But shun profane And vain babblings, For they will increase Unto more ungodliness and their word will eat as dust a cancer. Now, I'm going to go to a different sphere right now. We all saw that Russian collusion foolishness lie. It was all a lie. The whole thing was a made-up lie. They spent our money, our time, our taxes, to smear somebody they hate. But you see, that person is still dealing with that bruising because it has tainted the minds of people that don't know left from right. Tell me I'm wrong. But God is the avenger of all sex. Foolish and evil speech comes forth from an evil heart. Foolish and evil speech comes forth from an evil heart. Proverbs 15, 28. Proverbs 15, verse 28. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. You know, that's why some of us are called conspiracy theorists, because we stand up and say, no, this is the truth. I can see it. This is the truth. Oh, no, that's disinformation and misinformation and conspiracy. Ain't no theory you're doing it. It's no theory at all. Amen, Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 A good man out of the good treasure of the heart From where? From the heart Bringeth forth good things And an evil man out of the evil treasure Where in the heart bringeth forth evil things Amen Amen. Wickedness proceedeth from the wicked Gossiping is born of hatred, jealousy, and envy Isn't this how Cain slew Abel? Did this please God? Did it bring glory to his name? Well, let's look at this example. Let's look at this example. Okay. Let's look at this example. We're going to 1 Samuel, and we're going to the 21st chapter. 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse 1. We're starting there. 1 Samuel chapter 21, beginning with verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 21, beginning with verse 1. Then came David to Nob, to Abimelech the priest. And Abimelech was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, Why art thou alone, and no man with thee? And David said unto Abimelech the priest, The king hath commanded me a business, and hath said unto me, Let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee, and what I have commanded thee, and I have appointed my servants to such and such a place. Now therefore, what is under thine hand? Give me five loaves of bread, In my hand or what there is present And the priest answered David and said There is no common bread under mine hand But there is hallowed bread If the young men have kept themselves at least from women And David answered the priest and said unto him Of a truth Women have been kept from us about these three days Since I came out and the vessels of the young men are holy, and the bread is in a manner common, yes, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave him hallowed bread, for there was no bread there but the show bread that was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away. Now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there that day, detained before the Lord. And his name is Doig the Edomite, the chiefest of the herdmen that belonged to Saul. And David said unto Abimelech, And is there not here under thine hand spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that. Give it me. And David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul and went to Achish the king of Gath. Now, let's go to 1 Samuel 22, beginning with verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 22, beginning with verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 22, beginning with verse 1. David therefore departed then and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. Every one that was in distress and every one that was in debt and every one that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain over them. And there were with him about 400 men. And David went thence to Mitzvah of Moab. And he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, Come forth and be with you, till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hole. And the prophet Gad said unto David, Abide not in the hole, depart, and get thee into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Hereth. When Saul heard that David was discovered, And the men that were with him, now Saul abode in Gibeah under a tree at Ramah, having his spear in his hand, and all his servants were standing about him. Then Saul said unto his servants that stood about him, Hear now, ye Benjamites, will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards and make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, that all of you have conspired against me. And there is none that showeth me that my son hath made a league with the son of Jesse. And there is none of you that is sorry for me, or showeth unto me that my son hath stirred up my servant against me, to lie in wait as at this day. Then answered Doeg the Edomite. I want you to remember this character, because this has direct reference to to what we've been talking about. Then answered. Doeg the Edomite, which was sent over the servants of Saul and said, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob to Ahimelech, the son of Etiah. And he inquired of the Lord for him, that was a lie, and gave him victual, that was the truth, and gave him the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, that was the truth. Now, we studied in school, when they give you a statement, if part of the statement is false, the entire statement is false. We studied that when we went to school. They give you a statement, part of it's true, part of it's false, and they ask you if the statement is true or false. And the answer lies in the fact that if part of the statement is false, The whole thing is false. So that's what made what he said a lie. He started with the lie first. He made presumption. He had no fact, no truth. He inquired of the Lord for him. That was a lie. Bitter and sweet water don't come out of the same fountain. Then the king sent to call Ahimelech the priest, and all his father's house, and the priests that were in Na, and they came, all of them, to the king. And Saul said, Hear now, thou son of Ahithoph. And he answered, Here I am, my lord. And Saul said unto him, Why have ye conspired against me, thou and the son of Jesse, and that Thou hast given him bread and a sword, and hast inquired of God for him, that he should rise against me to lie in wait as at this day. Then Ahimelech answered the king and said, And who is so faithful among all thy servants as David, which is the king's son-in-law, and goeth at thy bidding, and is honorable in thine house? Did I then begin to inquire of God for him, be it far from me? Let not the king impute anything unto his servant, nor to all the house of my father, for thy servant knew nothing of all this, less or more. And the king said, Thou shalt surely die, Himelech, thou and all thy father's house. And the king said unto the footman that stood about him, Turn and slay the priests of the Lord because their hand also is with David. Now, you've heard somebody say that that's a cult that's following that Trump guy. They all need to be deprogrammed, and they all need to this, and they all need to that, and they all need to the other. But sowing and reaping is still alive. Don't mess with God. He's serious. But the servants of the king would not put forth their hand to fall upon the priest of the Lord. Why? Because they had common sense. They knew to fall on the priest of the Lord meant God would come for them. And the king said to Doe, turn thou and fall upon the priest. And Doeg, the Edomite turned, and he fell upon the priest and slew on that day four score and five persons. That's 85 persons that did wear a linen ephod And Nob, the city of the priest, smote he with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and sucklings and oxen and asses and sheep with the edge of the sword. He destroyed it all. And one of the sons of Ahimelech, named Abiathar, escaped and fled after David. And Abiathar showed David that Saul had slain the Lord's priest. And Abiathar, and David said unto Abiathar, I knew it that day when Joeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of thy father's house. Abide thou with me, fear not, for he that seeketh my life seeketh thy life. But with me thou shalt be in safe, God. There's a time to keep your mouth closed. But Doeg the Edomite didn't think that was the time to do it. Well, not only... Did 80-plus priests get killed and slain? Their entire family, all their children, all, even the nursing babies, the oxen, the asses, the sheep, and if they had a dog, him too. Amen? Sometimes it pays to keep your mouth closed, you know? So let's go to First Samuel chapter 24 beginning with verse 9, 1 Samuel chapter 24, beginning with verse 9, 1 Samuel chapter 24, beginning with verse 9, and David said to Saul, when they finally got within speaking range, wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying, behold, David seeketh thy hurt, Behold, this day thine eyes have seen how that the Lord had delivered thee today into mine hand in the cave. And some bade me kill thee, but mine eyes spared thee. And I said, I will not put forth mine hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Moreover, my father, see, yes, see the skirt of thy robe in my hand. For in that I cut off the skirt of thy robe and kill thee not, know thou and see that there is neither evil nor transgression in my hand, and I have not sinned against thee, yet thou huntest my soul to take it. The Lord judge between me and thee, and the Lord avenge me of thee, but mine hand shall not be upon thee. Folks, when folks have too much to say about you, remember what David said. As saith the proverb of the ancient, wickedness proceedeth from the wicked, but mine hand shall not be upon thee. After whom is the king of Israel come out? After whom dost thou pursue? After a dead dog? After a flea? The Lord, therefore, be judged, and judge between me and thee and see and plead my cause, and deliver me out of thine hand. Do you see what a wicked mouth can do? You see there was a pronouncement upon Eli and his house for them to die eventually anyway, for his family line to die off. But God didn't say that that was the time and that it ought to happen. Yes, saints, there is a time to keep silent and to put away evil. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 24. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee Amen Amen I think we have I think we have the word of the Lord today Saints I think God has let us know What he wants us to know And I think We better do what he said Amen I'm pretty certain That's what we ought to do Because when God comes and says, this is what I have to say, he expects his people to do what he says. He expects his people to do what he says. Because we are in the process of turning from our own wicked ways, are we not? All right, let's keep turning. Let's keep turning. Let's keep turning. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, decisions, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all of uh, the demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name, and we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan and his agents and their wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar, electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust drone spirits. In their attacks, in Jesus' name, amen. We bind the Havana Syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing on sonic and audio weapons, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons in their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, 5G and components, everything coming from outer space to attack us from any orbit, from any planet, from any satellite, any beams coming against us. We return them to sender in Jesus' name. We deflect them coming through the cell towers and through our electronic devices in Jesus' name. We bind you. We bind you and send you into the spiritual cage and back to the feet of Jesus for judgment. You're just nasty demons. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex crimes, cyber-sex, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse-microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo-binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. We send you all back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We bind all seducing and womanizing and drone and whoredom spirits in their attacks and all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer in their attacks, all hypnotic trance uh, devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals and in their intents. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, Polynesian. Peruvian, Brazilian, all covens, covens of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, shamans, witch doctors, we bind all covens in Jesus' name. We bind all global cabals in Jesus' name. All of the groups that make up the Illuminati, we bind you each in the name of Jesus. Every cult we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Freemasonry and other cults in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid your continuance in Jesus' holy name. We call for your end in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind, every order of magic and mystic art. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the cinders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal form, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American, Costa Rican, Jamaican, Rocoray, Black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, energy, and racing minds, and low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship. We bind all witchcraft dedications and rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind all the formations of bullflies and demonic insects, spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs, we bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, despise, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus we bind the shedding of injected persons upon us we return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant we bind the bondage of generations of fools the spirit of the fool in Jesus name we bind the fool's anger in Jesus name we bind the carnal mind we bind food lust addictions and gluttony we return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal retribution counter-attack psychic weapon retaliation all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft attacks, through channeling and the satellites against the website and app. Returning to sender, all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, spells, and such. Returning all Nigerian witchcraft, all tribal witchcraft, all Chaldean witchcraft, to the Chaldeans. Amen. Returning all Spanish witchcraft, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts, binding magic spells for the love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo root work, lucky charm, time magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchronicity, binding and caging Poseidon and all deep water demons, stripping them of their crowns, and powers and returning them to Jesus Christ, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, etc., incantations, divining practices, magic spells, and potions. Wow, in the name of Jesus, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending... The New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, The Spirits and Works of the Oppressor, and The Spirit and the Children of Disobedience. We bind Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you. In the name of Jesus, we bind the king of pride and all of his underlings, and we give you praise, glory, and honor, Father, in the name of Jesus. We bind every human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifice. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding nature, worship, deception, unfocused mind, idol mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination. Military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis and Osiris, on all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet and its 72, we chain you all with eternal chains under darkness, and send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact in the name of Jesus Christ. de, we bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, Freemasonry and the work of all the associated organizations. We bind the rituals of every secret society. We take authority, dominion, and power. Over all the witchcraft being released during this season, we bind every spirit that was familiar to, with the nay the sins and we bind those demons in Jesus name we bind the insanity pride work of errors and foolishness of our own opinions we bind being misled we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin we denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their hands as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth. And your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander in chief in whom we serve and obey. And whom we serve and obey. Father, in the name of Jesus. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, or has come to spy on us. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We send you back from whence you came, blinded, wounded, and beaten in Jesus' name. We bind every demon coming across computer lines, phone lines, wherever, whatever, uh, whatever device you may use in Jesus' name. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Father, and of all Israel. And we pray uh, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted or have been left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interferences in the road, all problems in the road, all wicked situations, all demons crossing our path, all witches, warlocks, wizards, and sorcerers crossing our paths, all shamans crossing our paths in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, all of the work of the enemy. We bind in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for for angels with linking shields. We pull down and destroy the shields of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, and all wickedness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the fiery wall of protection around us. We pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, anything sent by the demonic realm, and we send it back. We destroy ungodly silver cords, ley lines, and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, tax, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We dare down and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, satanists, globalists, nanotechnology, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We destroy and break the power of every charm, love, spell, vex, hex, and curse, Fetish, psychic prayers and thoughts, spells, witchcraft, death, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, brain frequency, meditations, voodoo, sorcery, magic, mind control, sickness, pain and torment, destruction, incense and candle burning, incantations, psychic power, chanting, psychic warfare, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals, and sin. And we forbid them to touch our lives in any way in Jesus' name. We return spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, heaven is fear and hate, blindness, and spirits of bondage in Jesus' name. We reject them and forbid them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we release the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord Over the saints of God In Jesus name In Jesus name So now Pastor loves you You've been given your homework assignment So now you may stand For the benediction Amen You may stand For the benediction Praise God Just in time Let the words Of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, being acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And the church says, Amen. Amen. Pastor loves you. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Do your homework. Amen. Amen.